0: Welcome to season three of the You Belong podcast by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Brayden Benvenuti. Let's get real. Welcome back to the You Belong podcast. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti, with another episode uh, of this amazing podcast. So excited for this episode. Um, Man, we got a great guest on. You'll never guess who it is. Listeners, we have the incredible, the amazing Lance Hamby.
1: I'm taking a vow of silence.
0: (laughs) He's going to be on, but he's not talking. (laughs) just kidding we need you that's the literally most important part of a podcast Mm. is your voice so we need that Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: you think you can give us that i can okay i can sing for you if you want me to
0: uh we don't need that it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood (laughs) wow that was beautiful did you watch mr rogers growing up um i did Mm. yes the green and red cardigan man
1: (laughs) he had it going on
0: i think that's where (laughs) i always wanted a cardigan because of him, I think.
1: Watching that show, you felt you felt at home, even though you were home. But it made you feel more at home. Yeah, I think so. It was super like comfortable. Yes. it's like he's there with you. Mm-hmm. Kind of like SpongeBob. Mm, what? I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of SpongeBob when I was a kid growing up. I did, which explains a lot. Technically, wasn't allowed for a while. So okay, that was why.
1: I know we're bantering. Favorite Nickelodeon cartoon. Cartoon. From your childhood, from mm-hmm. our childhood. Nickelodeon cartoon? Mm hmm.
0: Oh, man. I feel like I'm. So blanking. you gotta think.
1: You gotta think. You know, SpongeBob, mm-hmm. Fairly Odd Parents, mm-hmm. Danny Phantom, Samu- Samurai Jack. Was that Disney or was that Nickelodeon? Mm-hmm. That was Nickelodeon.
0: No, was cartoon Network. No.
1: We're talking about Nickelodeon. I what out. did you just say? We're talking about Nickelodeon. Yeah. I couldn't remember if yeah. Samurai Jack
0: was on Nickelodeon or not. Cartoon Network, I think. Um, I feel like there's another one that I'm missing. Now, those are probably not cartoons. I would say out of cartoons, I'd have to say fairly odd parents,
1: I think yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think it's gotta be that that was one of my favorites. It was a good one. Danny mm-hmm. Phantom was like really good, but for some reason I didn't no, 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 I know Jimmy Or sorry, I just Jimmy you yeah, yeah, I was gonna okay. say Danny Phantom was really good. I didn't watch it a lot for some reason. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have watched it more because it was like cool. It was cool. I feel like it wasn't a very long show. It was like I didn't think there was a lot of seasons. Jimmy Neutron is definitely my favorite Nickelodeon but show. But, dude, That's what that I was
1: mashup thinking. with Jimmy Neutron and Fairly oh, Parents, Parents, we yeah. were all like, whoa. Yeah, that was crazy. This is the best thing to happen yeah, since sliced bread. For sure. I was waiting like... They promoted that for a while. Like, for, yeah, for and a while. And I long was time. like,
0: this is going to be epic. I can't wait for this. And <laughs> it think, was.
1: I think that was, I don't remember if DVR was a thing or if it was. Like, not a lot was. of people like had it or whatever. So yeah. I was like, had <laughs> like a, I if was like, you miss it, sh- I was making sure yeah, that I was at home. I was like, we have no plans. Mm-hmm. If you miss staying it, home. You miss it. But usually they would replay
0: it eventually. But like, if you don't see it when it first comes out, it's like, yeah. did you really see it?
1: Yeah, it's like going to school the next day and everybody talking about it. You're like, oh my god, did you see that? It's like, no,
0: I didn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jimmy Neutron, number one for sure. I'd say Fairly Odd Parents, number two. I'd um, go the opposite for cartoons, really. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Neutron was—he
1: was legit, dude brain blast <laughs> <laughs> but that movie the jimmy Neutron movie that came out Epic. that song we're the kids in america whoa. <laughs> Dude, that still gets me pumped Dude, up a, we need to watch that is there a way to watch that movie yeah it's on netflix you didn't know that did you no see i like okay right, i don't know this, what i'm doing tonight <laughs> i do this weird thing i think i need therapy because when all we they, all when, they probably <laughs> <laughs> when they put all these like old nostalgic stuff on Netflix, I watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because I just want to watch it for the nostalgia. Zoey
0: 101 is on there, right? Yes, and and
1: I'm not dude, ashamed. I haven't been watching it.
0: I haven't gone back to like rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I've rewatched it before, um, but I've seen it's on TikTok a lot now. Like since it's on Netflix, they're like putting clips on it and stuff, mm-hmm. and like it's so weird because when we watched that, we, we were like, like younger, "This is amazing." Not only that, but we thought like these kids were like. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years old, or whatever. Like they're so cool, so old. You know, going to this cool school and all mm-hmm. that. And now we look at it like obviously being way older, and we're like, clearly these kids look like they are twelve years old, mm-hmm. and it's so weird to see now yep. that like when we were younger, we thought they were we we're probably we we're watching it at eleven, twelve, or like they're the same age as us, but for some reason they seem so mm-hmm. much older and now. Being older, we're like, yeah, they're definitely like, what the heck? These
1: kids are. Dude, little. you watch you watch these shows and you're like, oh my god, this is so cringe. This is so <laughs> cringy. Real. I cringe like, so bad. Why is I- this so cool? <laughs> <laughs> but I keep watching it because it's fun. I love it. Yeah, I don't know. um It's a
0: interesting phenomenon that is because it happens with all like all the shows mm-hmm. we used to watch. The, the like real people, not cartoons, because that's just mm-hmm. different. That is true. But like, I remember one time like my one of my sisters was like watching good luck charlie Mm. or something and i like used to watch that Mm -hmm. but then when i was like this was a couple years ago so i was like 21 22 or something i was like man i watched that when i was like a teenager like Mm -hmm. this is cringy this is terrible yeah it was like is it just me or are these shows getting worse like what i don't know what it is but i think it's just growing and maturing and it's like obviously we don't like
1: that anymore and you understand why your parents never wanted to watch this (laughs) show that you thought was amazing you're like this is great and you're like these are mom never watched this with me what the heck this is the best show ever (laughs) but dude you realize like (laughs) <laughs> it didn't take much to be a Disney Channel or Nickelodeon actor, for because real. that acting was done. terrible. I could have done, <laughs> done it too. We I could have <laughs> done it. We could have. We could have been an epic duo on a Nickelodeon. For real, we could have been stars and famous and rich by now. Mm-hmm. And like good actors. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. But I guess that that's what happens when you're born and and you live in Alabama. Mm. There ain't nothing here. Not really. No. The only thing you can get famous for is. Exactly. <laughs> no, <Nothing. laughs> well, there's probably some things, but jail's probably one of them. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I can say that. Oh,
0: nothing here to get famous for. Well, we didn't come to talk about Zoe 101 or Nickelodeon shows, although mm-hmm. those are great. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get into today's topic. Okay. Um, no need for some smooth transition or anything, mm. unless you got something. mm No, no segue from Zoe 101 to what we're talking about, Mm -mm. Uh, but talking about this idea um, that's kind of, I don't really know when it started. I feel like it's just being highlighted more and more as the years go on, kind of in this culture and today's generation. Um, A lot of people are kind of adopting this way of thinking, Um, but it's kind of the thing of just like this statement of, I love Jesus, but I hate the church Mm. and maybe not hate, I think that could be it, but it's like, I love Jesus, but I don't go to church. Mm -hmm. or I love Jesus and you know, I don't like what the church is doing or like Mm -hmm. basically separating the two of like, I'm going to follow Jesus. I like Jesus, love Jesus. We're cool. I mean, the church, not cool. I don't go to church. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Don't want that. Don't need the church. Um, and so that's something that has probably been around for a while, like a long time, but it's, you know, um, we're seeing it obviously because of just where we're at in our life now and generation like that's what is happening and like it's something i feel like that's becoming a more popular way of living in as a christian or whatever but it's very difficult to i feel like accept that like as something that's doable and actually Mm -hmm. like genuine um and so i love jesus but hate the church where did this come from this idea where like why are people saying this um and why are they believing this? And I think a lot, it stems from a lot of different things, but obviously, you know, Jesus, it's easy to be like, Oh, I'll follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at his, what he did in his teachings. He was perfect. He Everybody's loved a Christian. Yeah. Like he, he loved people truly the best out of anyone. Cause yeah. he was Jesus. And so like, I can follow him and what he did, um, you know, and what he says to do. But then it's like, but the church is corrupt. You know, the American church are they got it wrong. It's, they're doing things for the wrong reason. Pastors, you know, are falling left and right that are corrupt. They are, only care about money. only care about status, or maybe mm-hmm. they have, um, these big moral failures and, um, like, or maybe they're abusing people. It's just all these things, you know, that's like, ah, oh, the church is just wrong. Totally. Like you're mm-hmm. packaging it all of like the church doesn't know what it's doing. They don't, they're not following what Jesus, you know, did. Mm -hmm. They're different. And so like, I think a lot of that comes from, uh, like church hurt as well. Like if you personally have gotten hurt by a pastor personally got hurt by a congregation, um, in a church or like you've been used like in the wrong way, you know, like being like for free labor, all like just all different aspects of getting hurt in the church. And then that puts you kind of there's a division now between you and the church and you're like, I don't know what's going on there, but I want to be a part of that. I will be a part of Jesus, but not the
1: church. It boils down to poor stewardship Mm. of leadership within the church. Mm -hmm. Probably. Yeah. I believe so as well.
0: But like why that is happening is because the church is made up of people and Mm -hmm. we're all imperfect people. So Mm -hmm. like the church is always going to be imperfect because Mm -hmm. it's full of imperfect people. Mm -hmm. Like I heard, um, I saw this clip of, uh, I forget his name. He's a pastor and he, he's got a podcast. He's talking about stuff. And um, it's like, if you want, you know, the church is like God's house. If you want it to be perfect, you got to, okay, remove all the people. Nobody mm-hmm. goes to church, remove the pastor, remove any staff, mm-hmm. and then remove the congregation. And then it's just God's house. God will stay in there by himself and we'll just mm-hmm. look on from the outside and the church will be perfect. Mm-hmm. But what is, what good does that do? Mm-hmm. Nothing that it doesn't that mm-hmm. removes the complete like point of the church and what mm-hmm. and its job and everything and so but if you wanted to be perfect that's what you would do because mm-hmm. everyone's imperfect and so as mm-hmm. long as people are in the church because that's what it is where the body of Christ like it's going to be there's going to be problems people are going to fall short right. and like that's just a part of it but like that doesn't mean you just don't go to church and don't like you just put yourself like I'm gone oh yeah away from it like that ain't ain't what it's like because we're still supposed to be called to be in the world but not of the world Mm -hmm. so you can't just like completely segregate yourself from the world be like I can't do it and then just you just seclude yourself from every other person in the world then how do you share the gospel how do you be Jesus to people who need him right so um, so that's like a a similar thing so anything to add about just that kind of statement
1: uh yeah I mean uh uh not disregarding the I mean, I mentioned it, the poor stewardship and leadership mm-hmm. that is pro- in in a lot of churches mm-hmm. and is the reason why we see a lot of this fallout, particularly in the American church, because, I mean, we live here mm-hmm. um, and it is full of imperfect people. But I think it's I think it's by God's design to show people that when you amplify people too much rather than mm-hmm. him, it will crumble. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not a call to dismember the church, mm-hmm. but refocus the church. Yeah. Who yeah. are you following truly? Mm-hmm yeah for sure
0: that's good I like that Um, and that'll lead us into just this conversation of like so is it possible to love Jesus and hate the church is it possible to love Jesus and not follow or not go to church and not be involved in a local church
1: I think um, go into a statement that Jesus made is be angry and sin not I think that can kind of coincide with this little statement right here is Mm -hmm. you can be angry and righteously frustrated with the problems that you see within the church. Um, The lack of doctrine, the lack of theology, the poor doctrine, poor theology, the embezzlement is not the word that I'm looking for, exploitation Mm -hmm. of people within the church and Mm -hmm. free labor and stuff like that. All of that is like a very hot topic. Like you can have a righteous anger about that, about those types of things, but It's not your duty to just call it one and done, and then just like and just give up on it. Because first off, he the Lord never gave up on you. Why would you Mm -hmm. give up on His church? Yeah. So your call is to be aware of what's going on, and then do your part to help fix it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're probably not going to change the whole entire structure of the American church, but you can change your structure Mm -hmm. and how you approach people, how you love people, and your circle of influence, and how Mm -hmm. you talk to people, and how you teach the gospel, and you could reshift your focus because Mm -hmm. you're still focusing on everybody else and what they're all doing wrong. Mm -hmm. And in the process, you're still doing nothing. Yeah. So how does that make you any more justified Mm -hmm. with you just sitting there doing nothing? Yeah. So it's just as bad. It's just as bad. So reshift your focus, recognize it and call because the Bible also says that judgment begins in the house of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So call for sin as sin is present Mm -hmm. within the church. But then repent yourself Mm -hmm. and move forward and still love people regardless because people are people and we are imperfect the only Mm -hmm. one that embodied the church the most perfect way was Jesus Mm -hmm. and ultimately he left it up to us now Mm -hmm. to go and make disciples of all the nations so reshift your focus Yeah,
0: I like that that's good I mean we have a responsibility like if you just dip out then like yeah, you're just as bad like we said like now you're there's two things you either are making it worse or you're doing nothing which is keeping it Mm-hmm. In that place, and so it's our job to like okay, let's fix what's happening because right. like it's gotta the things that are happening with sin and and pastors falling and church or all those things like, okay, we should take that. let's become aware of those things, let's make it better, let's call people higher let's let's mm-hmm. like call it what it is and let's go from there and and build the church and make it better. like yeah, because I think if you just leave, if everybody just left, then it's gonna be like if people just leave and when it's hard, the the church isn't going to advance like the church is not going to get better the church will not continue to move forward um and like make the impact it should Mm -hmm. um and so i think the the, obviously the short answer to the question like is it possible to follow jesus and like hate the church or not go to church to me the answer is no like i don't think that's possible no um because i just it goes hand in hand Mm -hmm. um and so i think like there's lots of scripture that backs that up um Mm -hmm. and i know we each have a lot of scripture we can share and everything. And so it's like, Jesus, I, I don't think the plan was ever for us to just like leave the church because it Mm-mm. was bad. Like, I mean, we, our job is to build the church. Mm-hmm. And so you cannot build the church if you're not plugged in and involved in the church. Like, how do you do that? It's not possible. Mm-hmm. And you taking a stance of like, I'm not going to the church. I'm not supporting that. Like we said, that's not going to move the ball forward. Mm-hmm. And then you're just going to be stuck hating the church forever because if everybody has the view of like, some people would be like, oh, the church is fine where it is. And then the other people are like, it's terrible and they're not involved. Like, okay, like, then you're just always going to hate the mm-hmm. church and the church is never going to, you're never going to get what you want. Like, it's mm-hmm. never going to be there. Like, obviously, we're never all going to be perfect, but like, we can, I feel like there could be a church where you're constantly, as long as you're constantly working. And, like, being aware of things that happen that aren't right and then trying to fix those and make it better, then, like, you should be able to be satisfied with, like, Mm -hmm like being involved in that church like hey we're a church where we recognize we're imperfect there's sin we can mess up there's things we can do wrong Mm -hmm. you know the pastor might make a wrong call or there might be but there's accountability for it or there might be a leader in the church that maybe does something wrong or maybe Mm -hmm. they make just a bad decision or whatever like and we're like we could do this better let's not focus on this let's focus here like it's a Mm -hmm. it's a congregational thing like it's the church is is the body of Christ and we can come together and, and work together and hopefully there's accountability from elders and and a board of trustees or it's a you know Mm -hmm. a staff or it's like whatever it is deacons like whatever it is at your church there should be other people that have a say so it's not just like one person Mm -hmm. that's like making every single decision no accountability because that's where all the church work comes from that's where the problems arise that's Mm -hmm. where the sin arises when it's there's no accountability and mm-hmm. there's just one or two people or a handful of people that make all the decisions mm-hmm. and nobody's checking them. But like right. if you have the honest and and genuineness of of really checking people because that's what we're called to do as Christians, mm-hmm. right? If there's sin in your brother's heart, you got like mm-hmm. you should make that aware to him and mm-hmm. and you know, call him to repentance and all right, let's move forward. And mm-hmm. so like if you say you follow Jesus but you're not doing any of that, like that that's what jesus did like mm-hmm. jesus called people to repentance mm-hmm. and so if you're not involved in church how like i feel like that's you're not going to be able to do that as mm-hmm. well like you might have friends you know that are christians and you can do that with them but like mm-hmm. we're th- like the church was that's how the gospel was right put out there in the beginning right like, the the church and acts like that's mm-hmm. how it happened and so yep. why now would we get rid of it then right. like We wouldn't be able to put the gospel out there. There's this quote, I think, that's going to explain this by Mark Dever. He says, Christian proclamation might make the gospel audible, but Christians living together in local congregations make the gospel visible. Mm. The church is the gospel made visible. That's good. Right. And so if you have it audibly, like people are sharing the gospel and all that, like good, great, people are hearing it, but people need to see it being mm-hmm. lived out as well and so the church is the gospel made visible and that ha- like if there's no church then it's not going to be visible cuz nobody's gathering together to worship the lord nobody's mm-hmm. gathering together gathering together to like show what the gospel is right. and that's like you know the, the, giving
1: God his worship
0: and right. meeting with other Christians.
1: Because the word says, you know, let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your father. Mm. How would they know ever to turn to the Lord or recognize the good things that the Lord has done if they have no visual representation on the earth of what that actually looks like, mm-hmm. which is what you're called to be? Yeah, I mean, all of us are made in the image and likeness of God, but when you profess to be a Christ follower, you are now a more visible target mm-hmm. of The representation of who Jesus is—that's a big call. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't probably see it that way because Christianity, particular uh, where we're at, especially here in the Bible Belt, is very consumer-seeking group of peoples. In the sense that I think the state of the church with everything that's happening more shines a lot on the lack of knowledge of believers rather than the goodness of who God is, Mm. and it's because. I I genuinely think, and I'm not trying to just put a overcast judgment on people, Mm -hmm. but like I said, judgment begins in the house of the Lord. And, you know, I hold myself to this thing too, Yeah, is that when you look at the church and it's like, you've apparently been a Christian for, I'm going to say 10, 15, 20 years, and you still don't have a basic doctrinal foundation and knowledge of what and why you believe, mm-hmm. you're not a Christian. Mm-hmm. You're not following God. Mm-hmm. Because as Christ followers, we continually grow yeah. in wisdom and stature. Mm-hmm. So we learn more about who God is, how God is, and his representation and his view of what the earth and the kingdom of God looks like for mm-hmm. people. How you love people, how you treat people. is like... You, like Tell me if this you think the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you meet somebody, and they're like, I'm a Christian, but they they are rude. Mm-hmm. They hate people. Mm-hmm. And just, like, they're, they're the complete opposite of what Jesus is supposed to be. Yeah. You're not a Christian.
0: Yeah. I mean, if no fruit right. is there,
1: it's like, then I, I, you're just claiming a title mm-hmm. that you're not living. So the state of the church, you know, like, and this is why a lot of people hate the church, is because, you know, like, there is a lot of, because we are imperfect people, there are a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. But... It is also on the believers hmm. for your lack of awareness of God, how things should be ran, and his vision for the church. Mm-hmm. Because if it were that way and people that were within the church truly tried to seek after the Lord and what his will was for, we wouldn't see half the problems mm-hmm. we, we were seeing because people are following people, not the Lord. Mm-hmm. So just like that, like I said earlier, we have to reshift our focus. Yeah. Why are you following God? Mm-hmm. Who are you following? You're following people. You're not following God. But that doesn't mean that you can't not gather. The scripture that I want to highlight is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a common one. It's Hebrews chapter 10. Mm -hmm. It says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Mm. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Mm, that's good. What do you think about that?
0: I mean, that's tough. for <laughs> <laughs> people that are claiming this. Like, if you read it, like, don't neglect meeting together. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a powerful thing, mm-hmm. right? Where two or three are gathered in his name like he's present. Like, there's something powerful about believers meeting together, mm-hmm. worshiping him corporately. You know, the word is being presented mm-hmm. the gospel's being presented like there's something powerful about that because it one it, like it said is encouraging believers like man there's other believers around me we're worshiping the lord and now you get to go out after that meeting for the rest of your week month ho- like however long mm-hmm. until you meet again Is like you're encouraged to go now live like jesus did and, and go out to the world and mm-hmm. so it's like if you never meet with other believers it'd be like man am i the only one around here that mm-hmm. really loves jesus and is doing this thing and it's like it's encouraging to be like, nah. No, oh, here are my brothers and sisters I can link mm-hmm. arms with. Like, man, I'm struggling with this. Like, I need help. Like, the church is one of the areas where you can go and, like, and find wisdom. Mm-hmm. Find biblical counsel. Find, like, help, like, mm-hmm. it, with things. And I feel like it's become a place where people feel like they can't, sadly, because, you know, they feel like they're getting judged or they feel like there's people there that don't want them there. Or they can't bring their sin into church. Mm-hmm. Like, But that's what you should happen
1: is, like, man, we're meeting to to build each other up, Mm -hmm. to go out into the world. And the beauty of the church is that I would dare say the church is one of the few places, if not the only place that you should be able to go to in the whole entire world where it is such a diverse group of people, Mm -hmm. but they all share one common thing Mm -hmm. is that they're all trying to follow Jesus. You have rich people, poor people, um, all just all kinds of different pe- people from different backgrounds mm-hmm. the ways of thinking and different you know parts of the world and countries and cultures and mm-hmm. but all of that still shines a lot on one person which mm-hmm. is ultimately the beauty of the church is that hey we are to- totally realistically Braden, you and i are totally different people oh yeah there's things i like to do mm-hmm. that you don't like to do there's things yeah. that you like to do i don't like to do for sure we think differently mm-hmm. we act differently we dress differently mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot about us that are different but the yeah. common interest and even the foundation and basis for our whole entire friendship while yeah. we're sitting here right now was the lord yeah mm-hmm. that's the beauty of the church is yeah. that the reason i think that god's just you know it's important essentially for you to gather together is because what let's go back to genesis what is the one thing that he said after he created adam he said, it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. You need community. Yeah. And to think that you can solely do it on your own and just not be a part of any group of believers, you can't encourage yourself always. Mm-hmm. You can't teach yourself always. Yeah. You can't You can't trust on your wisdom. You can't lean on your own understanding. That's mm-hmm. in Proverbs. So in order to keep yourself in check and also to help keep others in check, mm-hmm. so that we're all facing towards this one goal is to be around a bunch of group of people that have the same common interests as that you do, mm-hmm. is that we're just trying to love Jesus. Mm-hmm, for sure. In Ephesians uh, chapter 5,
0: verse 25, it's, uh, it's uh, relating Jesus and the church to a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it says, For husbands, this means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, mm-hmm. washed by the cleansing of God's word. It's good. And so if Jesus loves the church, yeah, and you're trying to be like Jesus, and you're following Jesus, then you probably should love the church as well. <laughs> like like you can't <laughs> say, oh, I follow and love Jesus's teachings, but not the church. Well, he's teaching us we should love the church. So mm-hmm. you should love the church as well. And he died for his church. Exactly. Like the ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And yet we're saying like, I can't even go to church or I don't like the church. It's corrupt, it's bad or whatever. And so it's like, and I don't want to ignore the fact that there probably are churches that Absolutely. are like, are doing like the wrong thing. Like, Absolutely. They, like overarching, like yeah. they have the wrong motives doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Don't go to church there. Don't support it. Like that's okay. Like mm-hmm. if there is a church that you're in and you're like, this is like too far to where like, I know I won't be able to do anything like, okay, like leave that church. Hopefully it's on like grounds that are actually like legitimate and, and find a church where for the most part, you can agree with what they're doing. And like the motives behind it are genuine and it's a Jesus loving church do mm-hmm. that there's going to be issues and problems that arise uh, okay now let's you know work to fix that but so like find a church that you can support and want to be in because right. I think there's always a church you can find around you that is somewhere that you can be um, and know it's like we're doing the right thing here we're doing you know what Jesus taught in the Bible mm-hmm. um, because I don't want to ignore the fact that there are churches that like no. have yeah. corrupt leaders that are doing the wrong thing um, but like to a certain extent, all churches are going to have,
1: yeah. That Which in that's in one it of the things to that a, a certain degree we even recognize. Even working in ministry, I mean, mm-hmm. you can yeah. attest that we have conversations all the time in our staff meetings. Like yeah. we see, and sometimes to me, like I don't know, I'm not going to say that this is just true, and I'm not going to be like you know, like, it, it, it can just sound weird, but like mm-hmm. I feel like working in ministry, it's almost like you see that stuff even more. Like yeah, I see, for sure. like I saw it a lot even outside of the church before mm-hmm. I worked in ministry. But like even now working in ministry, like there, there are some stuff I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate that that is attached to Mm -hmm. the Christian name and what like people associate that type of behavior and hate to Mm -hmm. Christians. And that's not God. Mm -hmm. Like I I hate, I hate that Mm -hmm. because I don't believe it exemplifies the Lord and who he actually is. So like we recognize that as well, but without the church and without, without a body of believers until the Lord comes, I mean... This this is we ha, we have to maintain it. Yeah, you can't absolutely. just not you can't not meet. Mm-hmm. You can't not be together because you will you will stumble into your own mind and your own thoughts and your own feelings and justify everything based off of what you feel. Mm. And the Bible calls us all the way away from that. Yeah. Completely the opposite is that you can't and you should not and you will not as a cross follower lean on your own understanding because you're not yeah. wise. Mm-hmm. There's a scripture that I love in 1st Corinthians chapter 3 is because you know for somebody that's like been in church for a while and you're like, you know what, I'm just done with the church and I get, you know, frustrated like it mm-hmm. it can be tiring. Yeah. I get it. But you can't you can't ignore the church. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the longer you spend away from the church, you start to justify yourself and your actions and you'll even come up with arguments and justifications and mm-hmm. even use scripture out of context to back up your claim as to yeah. how you do not need the church. Mm-hmm. There's a scripture that I love. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 3. It says, "Stop deceiving yourselves. Mm-hmm. If you think you are wise by this world's standards, you need to become a fool to be truly wise." For the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. As the scriptures say, he traps the wise in the snare of their own cleverness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise. Mm. You're not wise by being in the world mm-hmm. because you're only wise by worldly standards. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says what? My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. So the wisdom that you can attain outside of the church and outside of your belief in Jesus cannot even compare to the glory that is our Heavenly Father and the wisdom that he has for us and his church Mm. to be able to do this thing the right way. Mm -hmm. Don't neglect the church. Run to the church, and let's follow Jesus together.
0: Mm -hmm. That's so good. I think I want to highlight something that's like I feel like okay to do. Like I think that if somebody, you know, experiences real church hurt yeah, you know or it's whatever there's a massive moral failure or there's something that comes out the church is doing way wrong immorally like whatever it is whatever aspect of of that it is like I think it'd be okay like if you need to take a month or two like step away don't go to church like still be in the word be in prayer and like like be in some sort of community but like if you need to take a break like I, I don't think that's like a terrible thing and then but you shouldn't let that now derail you. Like, I'm never going back to church. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, okay, take a break if needed. And, and like, okay, now go back, find a church that mm-hmm. you can be at. Maybe it yeah. is that church. If that's a, like, cause I think sometimes there can be those massive things that are wrong or happen, yeah. but like it's handled correctly. Mm-hmm. Like there's accountability, it's changed. Somebody yep. maybe is removed, like from that position. Like, and they're put it like there's a healthy way of navigating all that like okay then that's a church you can be at like if they're mm-hmm. handling that right and i'll go be a part of rebuilding it be a part of making it healthy mm-hmm. and and do that but like i think um you know sometimes we live almost too religiously as like you got to be at church every sunday if mm-hmm. you're a christian like which was that's not the not, model of the yeah, early church no. they just they met whenever they could exactly so you don't have to uh, you don't look at it as like a rules like oh, I can't miss church like you should want to be at church like like we go to mm-hmm. church because we're Christians we don't go to church to be a Christian mm-hmm. and so like take like take a break if you need it and like you know ch- like search your heart search mm-hmm. God's heart like make sure you're doing it for the right reason make sure like you're healing from maybe whatever hurt came to you but then make it a goal to like no I'm gonna like this isn't a forever thing like I'm getting back involved in a church or that church whatever it is like but I think it's healthy and okay sometimes if like you you need a break like if you got to take a break one week or something like if you're someone that's involved in church all the time like man like take breaks like if you're serving a lot like it's okay to not serve on Sunday yeah. or it's okay to to take a break like it's not like some religious thing of like oh I got to be a church every Sunday if I'm mm-hmm. gonna you know if Jesus isn't gonna love me if I don't go to church like mm-hmm. that
1: ain't the the thing so as long as you maintain the community around you to still hold you accountable yeah. and not mm-hmm. just accountable but to help push that hurt towards the Lord mm-hmm. because if you get out in the world they'll tell you to turn that that hurt other in other ways and mm-hmm. other directions and for you sure. need to turn it towards God yeah. t- ultimately for you to heal
0: mm-hmm. uh, last thing for me and then I'll let you share okay. one last thing if you want um, is 1 John four twenty 20 uh, says if someone says I love God but hates a fellow believer that person is a liar for if we don't love people we can see if we don't love people we can see how can we love God whom we cannot see mm. and I love the scripture it's not saying you know somebody that claims to love God and hates the church but it says hates a person, the church is made up of people. And so I think this relates to this. And so it, you can't say, I love God, but I hate this person, mm-hmm. right? It, it, Scripture is saying that person is a liar. Cause like, if you can't even love someone you can see, mm-hmm. how can you love someone in God who you can't see? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, it's that right there. Yeah. Like you have to, if you claim to love Jesus, you got to love people because Jesus loved people. Mm-hmm. The church is made up of people and so and then Jesus loved the church as well. And so you got to love the church. And mm-hmm. so I think it's 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 impossible to break the two and separate them of following and loving Jesus and the church. Like you can't that it, it's hand in hand. You mm-hmm. can't separate the two because Jesus is teaching and the way he lived. He loved the church right. and thought it was important. Right. Like That's how he built. That's how the gospel was was built and proclaimed and spread everywhere was through the early church and so it's impossible to separate the two
1: um, because you have like Jesus's teachings go Mm -hmm. hand in hand with that yeah for sure just two things that I want to you know leave you guys with I'd encourage you to go read Romans chapter 12 there's two scriptures that I want to highlight is that you know we were talking about earlier um, the amazing diversity that there is within the church Mm among like the different people that are just within it worldwide. And Mm -hmm. what everybody brings to the table, Romans chapter 12 says, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special, special function. So it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other in his grace. God has given us different gifts for doing certain things. Well, Mm. I think that is so encouraging. If you're somebody who is on the verge of just like, you know, what, man, like, i'm tired of the church i'm tired of the association Mm -hmm. with the christian church in this country and all of the hurt and stuff that they're doing and it's like fight the enemy with us dude Mm -hmm. like don't tap out rally behind us and let's go after what the enemy is trying to do to the lord's church and is Mm -hmm. trying to discredit it when god is always credible Mm -hmm. That verse I read earlier says, God will always keep his promise. Mm -hmm. And he said he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Mm. He doesn't need our help, but let's rally behind the one that we should follow the most above any, any leader, any church, any church government. Let's rally behind our God, our heavenly father, Mm. as many parts of a one body and fight for the ultimate cause is to go and make disciples of all the nations. Other scripture that I want to leave with you guys is that whenever you see these things popping up and you like get in a season of frustration or discontent with how things that you think are going and how you think they should be handled, um, first I'll challenge you, you know, don't be wise in your own understanding. Seek the Lord. But uh, this verse is found in the same passage. It says, Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them always be eager to practice hospitality bless those who persecute you don't curse them pray that god will bless them be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep live in harmony with each other don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all mm. boom <laughs> boom i didn't say that yeah the lord said that scripture the so Bible. We're, we're always God. gonna face tough times within the church and as a body believers we're gonna get things wrong and we're gonna yeah. have to apologize for things and mm-hmm. take accountability for our own actions and stuff. Yeah. The beautiful thing is is that God's grace is right there to meet us where we're at and if mm-hmm. we turn and repent from it, man, what can the Lord really do with this church? Yeah. That's so good. Great
0: way to end it. <laughs> right there. Um Thank you, Lance, for your time. Uh love recording this podcast with you. You're a great guest. Thank That's you. like You're like 98% on the way of becoming (laughs) co-host of the You Belong podcast.
1: (laughs) I feel like I was 98% back in February.
0: (laughs) Just kidding. But uh, for those of you listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Go ahead, share this on your social media, tell people about it. Um, Let's get the You Belong (laughs) (laughs) podcast out there. Um, But hopefully this was inspiring, challenging, um, and we'll call you to hopefully, you know, think about what search your heart yeah exactly search your heart search the word search god see what you know you're feeling and if it's if it's valid um but thank you guys for listening hopefully you liked it and we'll see you or you'll hear us on the next episode that's all we got goodbye peace